0: This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. hello and welcome back to the seo mindset podcast we are back with season two can't believe we've done season one and we're, we're back for season two already but with me i of course have my wonderful co-host for the show tasmin how are we doing
1: I'm doing really well. I'm so excited. We we've got to season two. Um, what started off as a little idea has grown and grown and grown, and people are enjoying it, and we're enjoying recording it. So, uh, this is very very excited.
0: Yes, definitely. Because we got really good feedback, didn't we? After a few episodes, sort of people yeah. saying, um, that. They they're loving it, it's what they need. And yeah, season season one just seemed to go by really quickly. We had some amazing guests as well, didn't we? Yeah, so we did. um, yeah is. I'm so glad we're back with season two. You know, what really um meant a
1: lot to me for sure, and I'm sure you as well, is how it's helping people. We got feedback from people saying this um, you know, really motivated me, this is just what I needed to hear. Um some, some of the topics especially were, you know, quite raw, the stress management, the imposter syndrome, um, and it it's what people are facing. So we go through our careers being told, you know, learn this skill, learn that skill, and that's all fine. But you need to be in a really good head space. You need to have good mental health. You need to have good mindset. Um, and these are all things, you know, self-belief that carry us through our careers but not too many people are talking about it in the SEO world and it was really great that people took it on and enjoyed it.
0: This does remind me to say if you're new to the podcast so maybe this is like the first episode you're listening to go and check out our previous ones because we've already covered like Tasman has just said we've covered so many topics and stuff um, so, definitely go and check out our previous episodes. Um, but today we are talking about conversation and listening skills. Me and Tasman are going to have a chit chat about it, share some actionable tips, give some advice, and um, give you guidance to help you get better with these essential, but I would say often overlooked skills. Yeah, well, no, nobody- yeah, absolutely. Nobody teaches you how to listen, do they? <laughs> well, it's just a, a given, isn't it? You've got ears; they do yeah. the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've already led us into like my first sort of discussion. Discussion point is we we know that they are an essential essential tool. Um, having these like listening and conversational skills, but why are they overlooked? Do we think?
1: I think what you just said actually, right now that. Um, you know, you have ears, so what's the problem? And maybe that's part of it, that it's so functional. Mm. Um, and Everyone can listen, but it's not, it's, are they hearing? And that hearing, changing from listening to hearing is what adds value to
0: relationships? Yes, yes, definitely. So I did some digging around and some research um, because obviously like we've heard the term and we're talking about it's important these conversation listening skills but what do we actually mean and I quite liked this definition that I came across conversation and listening skills is the is having the ability to listen and understand what the other person in the conversation is saying as well as the ability to convey information and meaning through speech Um, so that's a pretty good definition of it wouldn't you agree I think that's a very good definition. I think, you
1: know, the understand bit is key because I think often we will listen and then just respond rather than trying to understand. But the understanding part of it is really deep because it's, um, you know, where is that person? What mood are they in? What are they trying to achieve? What sort of energy are they giving out? You know, are they frightened? Are they being a bit bossy are they emotional and with obviously the the seo podcast is more related to work related situations but when when you're at home and you're dealing with family members or younger ones especially the the other person may not be very able to
0: convey what they're trying to mean I 100% agree and hopefully after listening to this episode mm. you'll have it. you'll get you thinking um so yeah. the next time that you have a conversation you can be better at like understanding and conveying the information um yeah. that I suppose that's that's the the aim of this whole episode isn't it I did some other research Tasman uh yeah. you know I'm a, I'm a, a pro pro pod <laughs> podcaster at this but, yeah, I came across a um, a website, betterup.com, and they listed seven types of listening skills. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to run through them, um, and we can have a little chit-chat about what, what we believe them to be. So number one is informational listening. So here is when you want to learn something and you need to use informational listening to understand and retain that information um so this type usually takes a high level of concentration and that's because you need to be highly engaged to understand what that what the information is like maybe it's a new concept to you um, and you also need to apply critical thinking to what you are learning so this is so you can understand what you're learning within the context of relevant information so some examples of informational listening is work training uh, self-paced learning at home or at work coaching I I
1: agree with you. It's it is quite taxing and you know, data springs to mind going through presentations with lots and lots of data. With with the coaching listening, I'd say it's there's a lot a lot more types of listening that are involved in it because you have to listen to what the person's saying, what they're not saying, how they're saying it, um certain words that they'll use that conjure up images. So, um, but yeah, definitely informational listening because, as you said, then you're applying critical thinking as well. So, you're listening, trying to configure it in your mind. And if it's a lot of new stuff, then it's requiring your brain to work extra hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. Your yeah. brain's uh, going on overdrive, isn't it? Absolutely. Number two. So this is an interesting one. So Mm -hmm. the second type that they list is discriminative listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently this is the first listening type that you're born with. Um, So everyone innately has discriminative listening skills. So um, apparently we use this type of listening before you even know how to understand words. So instead of relying on that, discriminative listening uses tone of voice verbal cues and other changes in sound um so discriminative learning is how babies understand the intention of a phrase before they can understand words wow. if someone speaks to them in a happy and amused tone of voice they smile and laugh back so but discriminative listening isn't just for babies um so as you're getting older if you're listening to a conversation um happening let's say in a in a language that you don't know you'll likely automatically use your discriminative listening skills so this will allow you to analyze tone and inflection to get an idea of what is going on um, and you can also use nonverbal cues to listen and analyze for, for instance uh, for instance someone's facial expressions body language and other mannerisms can tell you a lot about that meaning of someone's message so yeah uh, that's an interesting one isn't it
1: that is really interesting but do you think that when we pick up language we use less of it and actually this is something we should be tapping into more of because you know you know you said about tone of voice and yes. tension um a lot of our listening is is quite transactional you'll say something i'll say something not so much transactional what's the word i'm looking for but um we, we're saying the words and listening to the words, but maybe not paying enough attention to tone of voice.
0: Yeah, so I suppose an example of this is, say, for example, um, me and you having a conversation, and I'm like, how are you doing, Tasman? Are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. And you say, yes. So you've used a positive word, but your body language is telling me something different. I'm crying my eyes out. <laughs> it's i so that's an example of that, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. You're a tune, aren't you? To, yeah. But something a bit more subtle than, I hope, I hope you never cry your eyes out, Tash, <laughs> I don't want to keep you crying. Um, but let's say you say, yes, but I can tell that you're a bit uneasy or yeah. a bit of tension yeah. or I can tell in your eyes. Yeah. Um, like my partner, Tash, will always say that, so sometimes it takes me a while to realise how I really feel about a situation. And uh, when I actually come to terms with how, what my actual thoughts are about something, um, she'll be like, I could tell, I could tell that you weren't a hundred percent. And yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I think, yeah. Um, so it's a good, it's a good one to have, isn't it? Um, yeah. Number three is bias listening. So also known as selective. So uh, this one made me laugh because um, there's always the joke, isn't there? Like, ah, so say, for example, uh, you're having a conversation with someone and they ask you to, this is going to be a really crude example, um, like you're talking and they ask you first to take the bins out and then the second time they ask if they want to drink and you ignore the bin question, but you're like, oh, yes, I'll have that selected. Do you know what I mean? That, that one does make me. Yeah. So uh, someone who uses biased listening will only listen for information that they specifically want to hear. Um, yeah. And this listening process can lead to a distortion of facts. So that's because the person listening isn't fully in tune with the speaker and yeah. what they're wishing to communicate. Yeah. So I think we all do that, don't we? We do it at work, we do it in relationships and stuff. And again, it's about being aware of of when you're using your bias listening.
1: I th- yeah, and I think it's also you know what you're focused on, and you're going to pick up um, visual hints or hear things that you, that's what you're you're interested in. It's a brain just. Filtering out bits like taking out the bins. <laughs> Not interested yeah. in that. Having the drink. Absolutely. Exactly. so I'm yeah. just thinking
0: as a better
1: work example. I think you know if you're working on big projects where there'll be people from different teams, and if you're only interested in what your team does and the things that impact your team, you could miss out on things that would help the project along, or even ways that you could help
0: the other members. Because you've, you've just zoned out. Yes, definitely, definitely. Or you're only picking up on the cues that are important to you, mm-hmm. um, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, number four is sympathetic listening, yeah. which is obviously driven by emotion. Mm-hmm. So instead of focus focusing on the message spoken through the words, the listener focuses on the feelings and emotions of the speaker. Yeah. So obviously this is an important one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So I suppose what we're doing here is we're explaining all the different types and just being aware, because obviously some of them are good ones that you need, but there's Mm. other times where, like, so, for example, like, you're biased um, listening or you're selective here and may creep in, mightn't it, so... Yeah, the sympathetic
1: listening, that's made me smile inside, because, um, so if my daughter comes to me and says, oh, this thing happened... I will very often kick into fix mode. And she now tells me, I need my mum right now. I don't need my... I don't need manager mum. <laughs> I just need... <laughs> I need mum mum. And and she's very good at saying, I just need a hug. Okay, fine. I know uh, how to do that. I can do the hug.
0: <laughs> I do get that though, because like when you care about someone, you want to try and fix it for them, don't yeah, you? you wanna, yeah. um, but I suppose if you take that into like a work environment um maybe there's times where you're speaking to a colleague Mm. or um you're a manager and you and you manage people there's times where you need to be in tune don't you because you want a culture or a happy team and a happy Mm. workplace don't you so I think sympathetic Mm. listening can really help there and it's about sort of yeah yeah, being sympathetic and if someone's frustrated or if someone is feeling a bit under pressure with how much work they've got on and things like that I suppose or maybe a colleague or a team member doesn't feel like they got the recognition like when they were part of a project Do you know what I mean I suppose um, uh, number five comprehensive listening Mm -hmm. so this is different to discriminative listening um, because comprehensive listening requires does require language skills. Um, and this type is developed in early childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use this type to understand what someone is saying using the words. Yeah. Okay. So several other types of listening build on this idea of comprehensive. Um, so for example, you will need comprehensive listening to use informational listening when you're learning a new concept, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got new new information coming in and you need to pick up on the words and the phrases, don't you, I suppose?
1: That makes sense because you were saying earlier that the first type of listening that a child learns is all about tone and maybe even body language. And then this would be the next building block. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, I believe okay. I believe so, I believe yeah. so, um okay. or I mean, that's that's how we're taking it, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the idea is that like in work and in life, you'll be using a combination, yeah. um so, yeah, and you can also use a combination of comprehensive and discriminative listening. Mm. Um, as well can't you Um, so it's the idea with like these different listening types working together
1: yeah it takes
0: a huge amount of self awareness it it, does we first started this topic just saying you've got ears go on (laughs) (laughs) off you go you'll be fine (laughs) number six is empathetic or therapeutic listening Mm -hmm. Um, so this is an important one because this one helps you to see other people's perspectives yeah 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 um so here you would use this type to understand someone else's point of view Mm -hmm. as they're speaking so you you're trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes um which i think is hard isn't it because um it's hard to like put your own emotions or your own ideas Side and that this is something that i need to be more aware of but you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes sometimes don't you well this is really important in
1: coaching because you you don't coach someone you don't coach the problem you coach the person and that person has a different temperament to you different levels of stamina different resist resilience that they are not you so whatever they're going through you can't say to them, oh, you can't give them advice and say, do this, do this, do this, because they are different. Their life is different. It is about listening and, and in you know very pure coaching, 80% of the time it's them talking. Your job is just to ask questions, to understand where they're coming from. And it's you're right, it's a skill, and there is that natural inclination to want to help people. But the best way you can do it is for
0: them to learn how to help themselves. And an important um point on this is that empathetic listening is different to sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Usually. empathetic, you're trying to relate to someone else's experiences rather yeah. than offering em- support or
1: one. One thought that just popped to my to my mind is so that when when I've had teams to manage and they've had their their personal development plan and have said you know i want to try this this and this these are new things they may come across um, failures they may have stumbles and you can be sympathetic or there's a time to be empathetic as well understand their viewpoint and then ask them how do they want to progress into it because too much sympathy at that time takes away
0: the opportunity for growth interesting that's a very interesting point yeah 100% agree on that yeah. one um we're on our last one Yay. number 7 critical wow. listening so if you need to analyze complex information you need this type um so critical thinking like you go you go deeper than comprehensive listening that we mm. talked about earlier um so instead of taking the information at face value you need this critical listening to then do a step further and then evaluate what's being said, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so a good example of when you need critical listening is problem-solving at work. And problem-solving is what you do nine to five, or, or like, yeah. when you work Nessio, <laughs> you're always problem-solving, aren't you? Something goes wrong with a website, traffic drops. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a... Uh, the website disability goes down, jobs the drops, yeah. drops, there's an issue with the page, there's something going wrong with the code. So yeah. this one I think is really important, isn't it? Because yeah. as SEOs, you are, um, yeah, you are a problem solver, aren't you?
1: Yeah. And it never stops, does it? There's never a point where you say, oh, everything is fine. <laughs> I yeah. don't have to do anything. It's like dusting. It doesn't end. It's
0: always there. <laughs> now you know all the different types. It's about being aware of them and also um, knowing when the two different types or three different types kind of work together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I will obviously in the resources in the show notes, we will yeah. um, I'll link out to the article because it's really good. So now that we've gone through the different types, um, we haven't got that <laughs> much time, but I just thought it'd be good st- – to sort of share some actionable tips of how to get better at listening sounds good okay number one mm-hmm. um do some active listening games so literally have a google of this there's so many ideas mm-hmm. um okay. so, that, so the idea with active listening g- games is that so you do this with other people and it's the idea that um, you're improving your, your communication skills together. Uh, so for example, um, you can split up into groups of two. Uh, the first person in each group is given a picture while the other person is given a pen and paper. Um, the second pers- participant needs to ask questions in order to acu- accurately draw the image that the first participant is holding. Okay. So that's a, good, that's a good idea. Yeah. I have not thought about that. Yeah. I mean, I won't go through because obviously if you do a Google of mm-hmm. um active listening games, and we could uh maybe I'll have a Google and um include one in the in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's things that you can do, um, yeah, as a team. Um mm-hmm. but when you're actually in a conversation, uh face the speaker and have main eye uh, Eye contact. Make sure you are attentive but relaxed. So you don't want to scare someone out, do you, by like really eyeballing them <laughs> with really tense body language. Um, keep an open mind. Listen to the words and try to paint a picture in your mind. So you said that earlier, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. Uh don't interrupt and don't impose your solutions.
1: Absolutely. That would be
0: a hard one, can't it? Like, yeah. especially <laughs> if you're a fixer, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Wait for the speaker to pause to ask clarifying questions. And then when you are asking questions, make sure that they're the questions to understand what that speaker is saying. So sometimes you might ask a a question that derails the conversation. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah. uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is fine because that's how conversation happens. But try and bring it back to what that speaker was speaking about in the first place.
1: Yeah, so one good question to ask, so if you're trying to clarify, if they've said whatever they've said, um, allow silence is is a good thing because they may add more, but you can also say, tell me more or explain a bit more. So don't, just because they've said a few sentences about a particular point, that doesn't mean that they've exhausted what they want to say. So allow them
0: more time by those questions. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and then my last one is um, paying attention to what isn't said. Yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. your nonverbal cues. So what what type of um, listening, going back to what we were saying before, Tasman, what one would, would that one be? Well, I'm going to, it's like a quiz this now, Sarah. I'm <laughs> going to say discriminative. I would say so too, isn't it? Because that's when you're picking up, like, tone of voice, isn't it? And, like, yeah, other things around uh, language and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm completely putting you on the spot here. Would you add anything to how to get better at listening? So if they are talking about, um,
1: say, it's a problem that they're facing, one thing that sometimes helps me is if I say, I can feel that that's really difficult for you. So you're not sympathizing, you're empathizing. So they, it always gives them permission to carry on that conversation because they may have just blurted something out. It may not be a sat, you know, sit down and thought through conversation. Um, but it just allows them that space. So I think, yeah, give, give people space to speak in. Don't rush them. Don't assume you've understood. Ask them more. Ask them to, you know, know, tell me more about that. Just lots of open-ended questions. Don't ask why. Never ask why. I don't even like asking why to myself because it makes people feel very um, defensive. Lots of what questions, how questions. um, And just keep things open and, and as relaxed
0: as possible. Yeah definitely and also you could um, maybe you could find a pal or a colleague or someone that uh, you can do like you can get better at listening together do you know what I mean like yeah. so you could have a conversation and then, like afterwards you can give each other feedback yeah, now that sure. might it might feel a bit weird, mightn't it? Like, say you just have like a normal conversation. It's like, All right now, let's um, let's reflect on that conversation. <laughs> but I think that would help, wouldn't it?
1: Are you indirectly asking me to be your listening buddy, Sarah?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every conversation we now have needs to be fatigued.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In that case, I'm going to add another one. Keep things easy as well, because <laughs> now I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> oh, dear. But now these are all re- really good tips, really good tips. And like you said at the beginning, you mentioned, we don't talk about listening skills. It's purely functional. Clearly it isn't. There's so much, so much under yeah. Link. Yeah.
0: Oh, Good stuff. It's another what So the whole point of this whole podcast is about talking about these things that are often like they are in- essential and they are important but they're sort of treated as like a given do you know Mm. what I mean like yeah yeah. so yeah and obviously being more aware and practicing is only going to get you better both in your life and at work isn't it because yeah so I think listen more speak less
1: and listen in different ways different facets of listening definitely
0: definitely Mm. That's really great. Thank you, Sarah. Wow, thank you. Um, Unfortunately, that brings us to the end of our first episode of season two. Mm. So exciting. Did you Did you do a little
1: yay? Yay, I did. <laughs> Is that all right to do a little
0: yay? <laughs> you can yay all you want, Tasman. <laughs> um just want to say thank you. Thank you, Tasmin. And also thank you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Um, Remember, if you do enjoy our episodes, subscribe for free anywhere that you get your podcasts um, because then you will be notified of when new episodes are ready to be listened in whatever technique you want to try that day.
1: Yeah, come and come and hang out with Sarah and myself. As as you can clearly hear, we have a lot of fun doing this and pass on some tips. So, yeah, plug us in when you're on your walk, <laughs> making the tea, whatever it is you're doing. We're great company.
0: We are. <laughs> we, we're fantastic. <laughs> um, yes. So, if you, oh, we've got some exciting news. Ooh. I'll let you talk about the course.
1: Yeah, so um, if you're enjoying the content, if you're finding it useful, then get in touch with us. We are building a course around the topics that we're covering in the podcast, and we're looking for participants for cohort one. So come along, you'll hear more of the same in-depth, more actionable points, and all of it will you know as we say in our tagline in, on our logo it'll optimize your seo career but actually it will spill into all parts of
0: your life so yeah get in touch you can find us on twitter we are our handle is at seomindsetpod um you can find me on twitter i am at Sarah MCD UK. tasmin how can they get in hold uh, hold of you so if you look for Tasmin Sullivan
1: on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, you will find me. Um, and the website is
0: com. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Let's wrap up then. And um, yes, whatever, whenever you listen to this podcast, have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye for now.